stadium. Their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. From DNHQ in beautiful South Pasadena, California, this is the Blue Heaven Podcast. <laughs> what is going on, Dodgers Nation? My name is Clint. You can find me as Real FRG on Twitter and Instagram. Not the fake one. I'm the real one. He is the real one. Don't go to the fake one because that guy doesn't have use his Twitter profile anymore. I don't think, guys. My name is Brooke. You can find me at Brooke Me Three on Instagram and Twitter. And there is no one with that name on there, so there's no need for a real. On today's show, it's been a week since we've seen you guys. It's it's weird. It's weird only doing this once a week now and only seeing these beautiful faces once a week. There's no faces. There's no faces. It's just us. We're the beautiful faces. There's names. But on today's show, we got a lot going on because the hot stove is, uh, well, I don't know if you can call it the hot stove, but it's warm. It's a warm stove. It went from lukewarm to warm-ish yes. to now warm. It's trying. Somebody, okay, so you're running low on gas, like in your propane tank, and, and mm. somebody had to light a leaf on fire to try to get the burner going because the igniter isn't working. It's not. We're not quite hot stove. Okay. We'll get more into that in a little bit. We also got to talk about uh, our own trade proposals for a, pr- a prospective Nolan Arenado deal because... Why not? You know, that's what we do. We make the big bucks. We give ourselves the big bucks to do that. Uh, we also have a very good uh, uh, giveaway with our friends over at Elite Sports Collectibles. Sorry, words are hard right now. Yeah, I get it. I started drinking a little bit too late, so, mm-hmm. you know, it takes a little bit of time. Mm. We're also trying something new. Uh, it is Thanksgiving week, so we got to do a little bit of uh, thank you notes. You I know, thought so- we were going to eat. Oh, man. Uh there's ping pong balls from Kershaw's tournament. Mm. Before we get into all that, I do got to remind you that this is a podcast. So if you're not listening to this as a podcast or if you're not subscribed, it'd mean a lot to us if you did subscribe. Uh, people like to look at that and uh, we feel better about ourselves as people. You can, <laughs> you can make for just one click a month, you can make Little Brook feel like uh, he's more complete person. So we are on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, all the spots that podcasts are available for free. We are there. That's where we live. Also subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Dodgers Nation TV. A lot of good things going on over there uh, with our, what do we want to call him? Um, Our man. Our man. (laughs) Our man at DMAC underscore LA, Doug McCain. Dig into a few of them comments, man. Uh, yeah, guys, don't forget this is a live show. Make, make sure you guys drop in, drop your name, let us know where you're watching from. I do see a lot of really new names in here. I'm obviously friends of the show that we're always here. We yep. see you guys, we recognize you guys, but I'm seeing a lot of new names that I haven't seen before, which is always really exciting to get to make new virtual friends of whom's faces we do not get to see. <laughs> but that's okay. You can just stare at ours. Um, a lot of people want to talk about rumors. A lot of people want to talk about trades. That's all that's going on. We'll dive into that. I see on Facebook David Kano saying eat some tamales. I uh, don't. I, I don't need any other information other than to do that. I will definitely eat them. Uh, like, bye. Clint Massey over on Facebook Hello. checking in from Northern California, making fun of Giants haters. No better way to spend the holiday season than by Ain't making no a Giants up. fan feel terrible. Sorry, I didn't know you were gonna do that last. No, I just talked a lot. You know, it yeah. happens. Yeah. Uh, Leslie Taylor, friend of the show, consistent watcher over on Facebooks, checking in from the five five nine on her new fifty inch TV. Which <sighs> it, Christmas hasn't even come yet, Leslie. Yeah, what he, are you gonna get for Christmas now? How do you how do you upgrade over a fifty inch TV? It's like like Black Friday's this weekend. Maybe so. she got a pre Black Friday deal because Black you know, Friday is all a lie now. Yeah, they all just do started in October. It's like yeah, it's a sale. I promise. This is the only time the sale will ever happen. New sale this week. In like May, they're like, this is our halfway to Black Friday sale or whatever. The math doesn't check out Remember there. Remember when but... they used to give out those like Kohl's coupons every single day in LA Times and whatnot? Where yet now, Kohl's, we need you. Back to you in the studio. I haven't been to a Kohl's in a long time. Joshua Keithman, Kethman on uh, Facebook saying, yo, from Wyoming. Thanks for hanging out with us, Wyoming. We appreciate Wyoming. you. We got Orlando saying, what's up? I th- I'm assuming that's what he's saying, or it's what's up. 
uh santiago different santiago by the way a new santiago says big i think his last name is arce a-r-c-e or rc if i'm pronouncing either one of those correctly uh your congratulations checking in from g-town az dodger nation checking in from arizona i think g-town is glendale because that's the only g-town that i know in arizona because uh arizona has like five cities or whatever yeah that's that's uh, that's accurate right yeah yeah five i mean sure yeah whatever yeah mm-hmm resident uh, arizona expert here ah. uh we got chewy by the way the first one east los was in the house chewy was uh, at least when i clicked the button that gives us the comments was the first person on the stream oh, so we appreciate late. y'all uh hanging out with us we're gonna get into uh i guess the nolan arenado show in a minute because um you know this is how these things go every off season it seems like uh each week there's a new trade thing thingy something to try to spark the hot stove even though nothing's happening right now it's thanksgiving week Uh, very hard to imagine anything happening right now uh, or this particular week but um before we get into that i wanted to do the uh we've been doing the giveaway winner like mid show might as well do it early you know i'm in a giving mood get it out of the way right off the bat you say should should i have warned you about this because i don't know if you have your uh or did you enter it? Did you enter the name? I don't know. Uh, no, I did not, but I know it off the top of my head. I mostly just want to like announce to the Twitter world that we're doing the giveaway because that oh. means people want to jump in and see if they won. That's a good call. Yeah. By the way, we uh, we do these giveaways only on our Instagram, and they're with our friends over at Elite Sports Collectibles. Right now, we are announcing the winner of this fine Julio Urias autographed baseball in his own handwriting, using his own hand, which is pretty cool. That is a World Series <laughs> hero. This is a world champion. And we are giving away that autograph ball thanks to our friends over at Elite Sports Collectibles. Do follow them on Instagram. That's how these things keep happening. The more you follow them, the more we'll continue working with them and giving you guys some really cool free stuff. And everybody so far has actually claimed these, which is cool. It is nice because these are real life things that you need to claim to, you need to let us know that you actually want it because we do DM you and let you know like, hey, you won. Do you want your prize? Uh, In the past, that has been a struggle for sure. Like, no. So the winner of that Julio Urias baseball is, how long do I go? I did, you did it for the first time. Gabe Delgado over on Instagram. That's at Gabe Delgado 10. You have won yourself a signed Julio Urias baseball signed by the man himself with his right hand, by the way. He signed it with his right hand. I heard that uh, rumors, rumors have confirmed it was his right hand. Yeah, do you have sources? In order to claim this ball, we're going to DM you. It's just easier for us to do it that way. You have 48 hours to respond. Otherwise, it goes back to Julio. He gets the ball. Uh, that, that's all there is to it. No, we, we got backups on hand just in case. But it, it, congratulations, you won a ball. It's the same ball that he uh, he struck out Adamus with, right? No, it is, it is not. not. It that is would, not that, that ball. I'm pretty no, sure that that's one's in, in Cooperstown. Like, yeah, it's got to be in the Hall of Fame. So we're going to announce the next giveaway. Um, we figured we got to do something cool. It's got to be fun. It's got to be better for Thanksgiving. Not to say that a Julio Urias ball is not good. We are giving away a Cody Bellinger signed turkey. <laughs> I would actually with like the, that with the the cutting board. Still so has you the, can put it in the oven. Still has the giblets in it, by the way. <laughs> just in case you're wondering, I like leaving the the meat stick inside. There that's, you go. That's uh, that is my best Cody Bellinger impression. Next, we are giving away on our Instagram through our friends at Elite Sports Collectibles. This Sandy Codograph, uh, Sandy Sandy Cofax autograph lithograph. It's a picture, and it's 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 pretty damn cool. It's got a bunch of different art, and its art is the prettiest art of all the art. Oh. And it has Sandy's uh, signature on it. So you're going to want to go to our Instagram. That is official Dodgers Nation, all one word, at official Dodgers Nation on Instagram. That is where our Instagram lives. And you're going to see a post on there. Follow the uh, the rules on that on that post. Um, hell, retweet it. Get get or not retweet, reshare. However, they make it hard on Instagram to do anything, but do that. Follow the guys at Elite Sports, and uh, next Monday we will announce the winner of that fine fine giveaway. That's going to be really good. You're going to be able to give that to your grandkids, and they're going to be able to sell it for a whole lot of money one day because. Uh... You know, <laughs> I feel bad for uh, later on in life. I, f- I feel bad for Vince Scully's grandkids now. <laughs> now that you mentioned, they that. can't sell any of his stuff. No, it's uh, his stuff is all gone. Uh, he left nothing to them. 
Uh, we got Patricio on YouTube saying, hey, bros, what's going on? Patricio, we got uh, Manuel, we got Manuel and Compton. Compton's in the house. Jeremy checking in from Phoenix. We got Megan saying all she wants for Christmas is a Justin Turner contract. I thought he signed one today. It said on the news when he was giving away turkeys, Dodgers third baseman. Yeah, insider you know, sources. They they uh, they okay, t- they showed their hand a little bit there. I guess they gave away a little little bit too much. Uh, I mean, I guess he's a Dodgers third baseman until he's not a Dodgers third baseman. Is that maybe that's their logic there? They couldn't they couldn't just be like Do- Justin Turner, baseball player. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't it doesn't work. Doesn't I quite have the ring happened. to it at all. Uh, we got uh, Hector checking in from uh, I'm guessing San Diego, uh, Chavez Ravine South. Oh, because you know you know how we do down there. But we're definitely seeing a lot on the Nolan Arenado stuff. Nolan Arenado, who is coming home for Christmas? Is, is that what it's supposed to be? Or, or as I titled a clip we have coming up, all I want for Christmas is Nolan. Oh, that was good. Even though you I don't... even hit the, hit the notes, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Should I do it like that? No, I don't do that. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Should I crank up the volume yeah, one? I wouldn't. So last week, uh, former... General manager, former MLB GM, Jim Bowden, Jim Bowden, however you decide to pronounce his name, kind of broke the internet with a, with a, a drop about uh, he expects Nolan Arenado to be a Dodger before Christmas. And Christmas is about a month away. <laughs> it, there's a lot of things that I'm not sure about on, on that idea. It just seems... Um, well, let's play the clip first. We're going to play the clip first. We'll all judge it. Let's all judge Jim Bowden together. Nolan Arenado will be a Dodger by Do Christmas. Do not trade this year, Christmas? He, look, I spoke to the Dodgers. Uh, They're obsessed with getting a right-handed bat. Listen, I might be willing to bet. a third baseman, and they have been engaged with Jeff Breidich and I the I might Rockies. be willing to bet the the uh, buffet on this one, actually. Arenado, Hunter, yeah, let him look, expand no, on this. I'm going to tweet the hell out of it. Arenado is planning on opting out of his contract with the Rockies in a year. And Trevor Story is a free agent in a year. And the Rockies have serious financial issues after the pandemic. And the trade talks between the Rockies and Dodgers are real. Um, so it's going to be fascinating. I think, it, I think it's going to happen. I don't think the Dodgers have a lot of competition in trading for Arenado because of the contract and the opt-out. I believe the deal will be contingent on Nolan Arenado eradicating the opt-out and agreeing mm-hmm. to stay with the Dodgers on the contract he agreed upon with no opt-outs. I believe that will be a part of it, but this is going to be a major storyline. Major storyline. So there's a number of things that he said that I agree with. Yes, he's going to opt-out if he can if he stays in Colorado. If he does stay in Colorado, if they don't trade him now, they're going to lose him for nothing. I guess there's rumors about the, the CBA, and uh, not the CBA, the uh, qualifying offer Ow. going away next offseason. So okay. you definitely lose something if you can't even get a draft pick out of him. So he opts out, and the Rockies look stupid. He gave them an opportunity, and they built even worse <laughs> for, for uh, you know the next two seasons after that contract. And they paid him a lot in the in the very brief time that he had that contract. <laughs> they didn't pay him a lot. It was, it was nicely uh, front-loaded, if I'm not mistaken. John Morosi backed it up saying that he agrees, but we were talking about this before the show. It's like, is that just one of those things where it's like, okay, they're you're you're gonna agree with me on this? Okay, cool. Might as well. Let's just yeah, let let's just we need some headlines this weekend. Let's go. Nolan Arenado, YOLO. Why not? So um what are your thoughts? Is this a a thing that's real? Is it a fabricated uh, storyline just to make sure that things go well for the offseason here? I think in the sense of is he going to be moved, that's 100% real. I can, I would all, I would place, <laughs> I don't have very much money, but I would put a lot of it on One Nolan, Arrow, Nolan Arenado being moved by the trade deadline at the latest. I would say that. I don't, I don't see it as a entirely unlikely thing that he stays with the Rockies to start the season and gets moved at the trade deadline. Not out of the realm of possibilities. I do think at some point he will be moved within the next couple of months. Um, if you're if he's saying by Christmas, I have a hard time with that. I have a really hard time with that for a lot of different reasons. Uh, number one, the league doesn't even know what they're doing for the 2021 season, which means yeah. that if a team is willing to give away the picks and compensation and prospects that go along with acquiring somebody like Nolan Arenado, they're not really going to take the chance on it not knowing what 2021 even looks like. 
uh, for instance, with the Dodgers. You don't even know if you're going to have a DH for the 2021 season. You kind of think you do, but also you, Andrew Friedman's also said we're operating under the assumption that it's not going to be a part of the plans for 2021. So with that in mind, a Nolan Arenado trade for the Dodgers drastically changes their plans in terms of who's in free agents, who, uh, who some guys from their team that have left. It leaves you in a weird position with Justin Turner. It leaves you in a weird position with mm-hmm. other guys that are also free agents that you're thinking about signing. Um, I just think that by Christmas is a big reach for me yeah. because I don't think that baseball will have life figured out by Christmas because Wait. we are still far off from that. We saw how long it took for the uh, the Mookie deal to get done. And uh, it it took that long to, to get done, but it also got done like just about nine months ago on the dot. Right. It is hard to imagine the Dodgers going back-to-back off-seasons, making a blockbuster splash of that caliber, getting you know two of the better players in baseball within <laughs> 10 months or you know four you know, back-to-back seasons. That's bold, of course. The Dodgers have the prospect capital to get something like that done. However, uh, the money's going to get a little bit weird there, and and it could get weirder once we because we also don't know about the CBA. Sure, we don't know about next season. We don't know whether or not there's going to be a DH. Uh, there's a lot of things we don't know about twenty twenty uh, twenty twenty one yet. But uh, <laughs> we also do know that the Dodgers are going to have. Some players that get paid more, but after next season, there's going to be a lot off of the payroll. I think it's something like $80 million off of the payroll with Kershaw and Jansen and technically Seager as of now and all that kind of stuff. But you got to figure by then, maybe maybe Cody's making 20 a year or something like that. They balance out. For me, I mean... I'm worried about the, the prospect package that has to go there. I think we'll get there in a minute. But uh, for me, my, my first kind of take when I saw this was uh, don't trade for Nolan if you're not also going to for sure extend Corey Seager because I'd rather give the money to our guys than somebody else. Corey Seager's a superstar any place shortstop. You could find somebody at second base, or you could find somebody at, at third base. You can make it happen. You could patchwork it. You can get an old um, – Justin Turner to fill in there still. You got to see what Eddie Rios can do because that kid's got pop from the left side. Of course, the Dodgers are a little too left-handed, but that's just one thought about that. The, the next question I wanted to ask you is, is he a guy that you like 100% want on the squad? Let's just say, you know, disregard the trade, whatever the prospects, all the money, right. all the other stuff. Do you want Nolan Arenado, the guy with – you know, notorious home road split issues, um, but we also know he's very good in how much he wants to win. Is he a guy you want on your defending World Series champion Dodger roster in 2021 and beyond? I mean, here, here's the thing with Nolan in particular. Um, the Dodgers lineup, as it is, is a, in terms of offense, absolutely proven championship lineup. There's even no without doubt JT. It. Even without JT in it, they actually arguably are a better lineup without JT in it. And I know a lot of people don't want to hear that. And I, I get it. I totally understand it. Um, and I just want, I just want you guys to know I'm a very big JT fan. I hope he sticks around until he dies. Like that's how long I want him to be a Dodger. I just want him to be around forever. He's great yeah, for three, LA. He's great for the team. He's great for the players, everything. <clears throat> With that being said, I don't, if we're going after Nolan Arenado, me in particular, I'm not looking at him for his bat. That's not what I'm looking at him for, which is a surprising thing for a guy that you're like, hey, we're playing you roughly $30 million a year, depending on what it is. His home runs are going to come. The power is going to be there. He's going to hit better in L.A., not better than Coors, but better than most other fields. He's going to do better in L.A. L.A. is a good park to hit at. It's a good park to hit for power at, by the way. Uh, I think the postseason postseason (laughs) proved that one. Uh, Those are going to come. I think his home run totals would go up playing in L.A. Um, Not necessarily that all the other peripherals will go up. They'll probably go probably take a little bit of a dive, but you're looking at a guy who is not only a seven-time gold glove winner, he's also a, what, three-time platinum glove winner? Like, he's... Platinum gloves are not something that are easy to come by, by the way. That is not something that people win very often, and he's won three of them. And with that in mind, it's like, defensively, um, 
a lot of the defensive metrics are obviously geared towards shortstop and third base. They're geared towards the left side of the diamond because statistically that is the more difficult side of the diamond to play from for a lot of different reasons. Number one, uh, a lot of pole hitters, a lot of right-handed hitters in the league, but also added to the fact that it's a longer throw to first base. There's a lot more ground to cover, things like that. It is a very defensive side of the field. And so if you have have him playing third base, number one, (laughs) I mean, if you're talking about how much of a defensive, if you're talking about how much of an offensive upgrade he is over JT, he is an offensive upgrade. There's no doubt about that. He's young. You know, people can look at the numbers and be like, their numbers are kind of similar in this aspect. And, totally get that. I'm not going to argue with you about that. It's not really worth arguing about, but you look at defensively, he's miles ahead of Justin Turner, who is Justin Turner also on a very steep, steep decline defensively. He has gotten significantly worse over the years, obviously had a decent year defensively this year. And I think a lot of that was because of the shortened season. Honestly, I think it played into it and he didn't wear him down and hurt his knees and hips and (laughs) joints and hamstrings, which, you know, those things hurt. He did hurt his hamstrings, but so, I mean, you look at that and defensively on the left side of the diamond, that was another reason why the Lindor rumor to me was so intriguing. The hell was that? I think there's a robot in here. Um, Cool. Oh, that was my watch. He said, I didn't understand what the hell you just said. (laughs) Uh, Defensively, I love the uh, defensive upgrades on the field because that's the only thing that you can really do to make this team better at this point. You can't do much to make the Dodgers better offensively. They're one of the best offensive teams in baseball. They, They tore the cover off the ball most of the postseason. And what are you going to do? Just put another really good bat in there? It's like, ah, it doesn't really matter to me. And on that note, having somebody like Nolan at, at third base, he makes Max Muncy at first a better first baseman because Max is not the most graceful 1B. No. By, by he, a he, long he gets, way. He gets it done, but he gets it done. Man, sometimes you hold your breath on those short hops. Yeah. So if he's, you know, if he's catching. You know some some throws at his chest. You're going to save uh, you know at least a few runs a game or a, a season just with that change alone. So you, you do look at that. Um, even though I do uh, a little bit later here, I want I, I will broach a, a different first baseman as part of a wacky wild offseason shakeup. But I mean, it, you're not wrong. It is weird to think of a thirty million dollar guy. As uh, you're going out and getting this guy as just uh, you know really uh, a defensive upgrade, but I do agree also with the fact that 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 is one of the biggest areas that that would improve the Dodgers uh, going into next season. Let's say there is no Nolan. Let's say there is no JT. Mm-hmm. Lineup wise, you're probably just going to move Will Smith up to the third spot. Yeah, and everything kind of figures itself out from there. You get a little bit more lefty happy because it'll either be you know probably Rios or Beatty at third or whatever it is. They go out and try to find a I, – I can't see them getting anybody but JT, to be honest, um, <clears throat> to to be a right-handed bat and, and all that kind of stuff. But um, in, in that scenario, if you don't trade for him, you still have Gavin Lux. I don't know. I guess I'm, now I'm just kind of saying a bunch of words. They're just throwing out all these names that are out there. And, I mean, another thing to consider about that is, uh, I mean, if – it. <laughs> It's so easy to overlook the depth that's in the organization, but there are so many guys that you're looking at coming up in the next couple of years. Mm-hmm. I mean, you look at Cody Hosey, a guy that they just got in the draft in 2019. That guy, taken in the first round, I mean, has shown a, shown a lot of poise. I mean, obviously, the 2019 or 2020 season was weird because it wasn't there. It's non-existent for minor leaguers. <laughs> but I mean, this is a guy who's predicted to be major league ready by 2022, and you're and you're looking at that and you're saying. Well, if we get Nolan Arenado, then, you know, number one, he could be a part of that package. So that that would obviously solve that problem. But if he's not a part of that package, then all of a sudden you have a guy who's blocked by Nolan Arenado, whose contract runs through 2026. And then you're going, okay, well, now I guess there's another expendable guy. What are we doing here? Like, what's what's the long term plan? So, well, I'm sure Cody can play some two B, something like that. Because you got you got Michael Bush, who's also there, who's coming up at second base. Yeah, he got some some rave reviews in the uh, what, what are they doing? Like fall Instruct- league stuff, instructional league, instructional league. Yeah. yeah. So, Baseball America, check it out. They gave him uh, some big time love, but also. Mr. Brook Me 3 wrote up uh, something stealing from that Baseball America article, but dude, click on them. Word for word. Yes. Yes. It's <laughs> all right. If you quote them then, and link it, then everything is, is kosher. So those are names. As you give me crap for saying names and you throw ma- names at us, different names, nice uh, prospect names. Prospect names. I know a lot of prospect names because uh, <laughs> I'm a prospect hunter. 
So that that's the thing. The, the next uh, topic here, actually, before we get into that, let, let's get into some of the comments here and just uh, see what, what some people say. Mario says, what's up, Brooke Smith? What up, Mario? <laughs> uh, Jose Rod says, Nolan is nice, but I don't want to become the Yankees and take a bad contract after bad contract from teams that don't want to pay. That is something uh, right. you do got to worry about. I mean, we were, I think, just last week or not – too far removed from the World uh, World Series where we were, you know, praising Andrew Friedman for waiting for as long as he did for the right guy. He waited for Mookie Betts, and <laughs> damn, did it work. My God, dude, if you look... <laughs> this is an article idea, by the way. We can yeah. look at all of the guys that we just flew by, mm-hmm. uh, reportedly not offering or not having the right... Pa- all these things that we didn't land people. You know, mm-hmm. you look back in the past, and there's so many different names that jump out at you over the past, like, three, four years that yeah. we thought... And fans thought, and most people thought, could put the Dodgers over the top. There's so many names. And at the very end of the list was Mookie Betts, who honestly was not a guy that I thought would be a Dodger until it came up in, like, January. It was like, this guy could be a Dodger. And I was like, oh, that could work. That'd be cool. We have a lot of outfielders, but it could work. Yeah, at that time, it was all, and the Dodgers always have a lot of outfielders, but at that time, it was all the Lindor talk. I mean, last season, last offseason, there was a good amount of Arenado, but... Lindor stole the headlines pretty consistently and uh once again is trying to this off season. He definitely gets moved. I don't I'm not a hundred percent on board with Arenado getting moved this off season. I know, Boomy, thank you. I soak it up. I live on your agony. But um As you should. Yeah. It, it's it's a it's a good point though. Brandon, the words that were said. Brandon over on YouTube brings up a good point. He says, "I love Turner though. It's a hard decision, and I don't think." Bear with me here. This is this is something that we've already talked about, and we're probably we're going to talk about a little bit more. Yeah. I don't think that that trading for Nolan Arenado necessarily <coughs> means that no that Justin Turner's not a Dodger. Mm-hmm. Am, am I wrong in assuming that? You are not wrong at all. Um, that was one of the questions I had for you. Is like, would it a hundred percent rule out JT from returning to LA? And I fully agree. No. You last off season, we also dealt with the the uh, the Anthony Rendon, Tony Two Bags rumors. Oof. Free agent Anthony Rendon, who made a grave mistake and went to Anaheim and lost a lot. But yeah, it's okay. It was it was just after the NLDS. Hell, I think it came up during the NLDS last year, 2019. Would Justin Turner move to first base to accommodate Anthony Rendon? And Turner said, yeah, sure, whatever. I got a game to go play, bro. <laughs> like on the way out the door and headline, you know, the, the, the writer, whoever it was, I forgot who we talked to. I think it was an athletic guy. It was like, ooh, 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 ooh. And then all off season, it was like, Justin Turner is ready to move to first base. Justin Turner hates happiness and all that kind of stuff, you know? Yeah, they tend to they tend to jump on him with those. Now things. at thirty six, which by the way, happy birthday to Justin Turner today. Um, uh, That's good timing. Turns thirty six years old today, and that, uh, according to sources, is old. And I know I am sources. Um, ah. it, it, you know it happens. It happens. Right. I am sources on occasion. He, he's played first. Mm-hmm. The range is declining at third. But he's still got a, a good glove. He could still throw well enough from that side of the bag. I mean, moving him to th- to first base, personally, I think with the time, you know, with with the time to learn it and get really friggin' good at it, it's it's that's a marked step up at first over Max Muncie. <sighs> I mean, <laughs> you're talking about a, a, a position that third base. It, it versus first base obviously is it's a it's a way different a whole different animal yeah there are two the different thing, sides of the field the one thing that they do very much have in common is it requires a really good picking glove and that that goes both ways on first and third mm-hmm. mostly from throws from first mostly off coming off the bat at 100 plus mile an hour at third i think in that sense he represents a significant upgrade over max Muncy. he's first. got great footwork as well excellent footwork because he is a third baseman and you have to have good footwork uh max Muncy has proven that he's not he's not <clears throat> bad at first base guys he is just not good at first base and no. that's all there is to it i think if you're doing a side-by-side comparison of the two at the third base position and this is obviously 
given that Arenado comes to L.A., there's a lot of things that would have to happen, obviously. But if you're looking at that, I think that Justin Turner could be a significant upgrade at first base. And so if you're adding in Nolan Arenado to a team to make them defensively better and moving JT over to the first base in the process, you become a way better defense Mm -hmm. than you were last year. Even mixing in that scenario, um, you know, Muncy at second base, which you assume would happen because Muncy's on a three-year deal. He's not Mm -hmm. going anywhere. Uh, he prefers to play second base. He's more engaged in the game playing that spot. He hates third base, and I do not blame him. Third base sucks a load of donkey balls. Mm. Can confirm. Second base is fun. you got time. You can read it. You can make a throw. Um, he doesn't have the greatest range, but we've seen him range up a little bit. I source, <laughs> I cite uh, 2019 All-Star game. Played a nice 2B. Maybe him having an entire season, having a full we knock on on particle board or whatever the hell this table's made out of, a full spring training to be like, dude, you are going to be the second baseman for the most part. 75% or more of the games, you're going to be our starting second baseman. Here's the glove. You already have one, but go get good at it. And to have JT there, and JT's obviously not going to be the everyday 1B. You got to get Rios in there. You're going to move people around. Uh, a little bit that's what the Dodgers do <sighs> on paper it's a killer move but it also <laughs> you start looking at how far past the the, the luxury tax and in this world we're playing um you know we don't need to worry about money and, and the points don't matter because mm-hmm. you can go get Nolan's money you can add JT JT is a a still a premier first baseman even in his advanced age he's a uh, sorry third baseman on the the free agent market he's going to get paid from somebody it's not going to be a lot of years, so how much money do you really have to go and you know spend this one year? And then if you do, you're going to have to definitely take a dip under um, after the next season to just attempt to, to reset that salary cap and or luxury tax threshold, and then all of a sudden you you potentially risk losing Corey Seager and all the stuff. So it just keeps becoming this this vicious cycle of. Uh, Losing the ones we love. I love vicious cycles. They work out really well for us. Um, yeah, you know, I have a lot to say about that. And uh, I have a lot of opinions on which young guys should get paid versus <laughs> not get paid. And, uh, you know, I'll reserve those for another time because I think that's a longer discussion that we should yeah. have. But I think, number one, you absolutely need to pay Corey Seager long term. I think that's my biggest goal of the 2020 to 2021 off offseason. Mm-hmm. Uh, will it happen? I don't think it will. I don't think it will because Scott Boris is, uh, Evil. you know. He's a terrible human being, and I hope yeah. nothing but the worst for him and hope his kids never learn to read. But He doesn't honestly, even have a cool website like Rachel Lupa. No, not even. Yeah, he just has his email on there. What a flex. But, uh, yeah, I mean, honestly, man, I think on the subject of Corey Seager, I think Nolan Arenado playing third base makes Corey Seager a better shortstop, too. And that's something to consider that goes along with it. JT doesn't have a lot of range. He's not super mobile to his left. He can't, he's, you know, sometimes he has to play the line. Sometimes he has to, you know, he doesn't have that range to get to balls, to make a diving play to his left and to get up and throw a guy out. He absolutely does not have that anymore. No. He, yeah. yeah, he did in Texas because he was able to hop off of, the, yeah, uh, of the, uh, the, the the fake turf. Yeah, but then you got Nolan Arenado, a guy who can cover more range to his left. Suddenly you have Seeker playing more up the middle because he doesn't have to range as far to his right. Makes all the difference in the world. The more I talk about it, the more I want Nolan Arenado to come to this team. It's just really, you know, I, I had an adverse effect on me because before <laughs> I was like, you know what, I don't really need Nolan Arenado on this team. It doesn't really make a difference to me. But the more I talk about it, the more we talk things through and the, the implications of moving yeah. people around. Not that I'm necessarily ready to give up on Gavin Lux, but I'm ready to give no, up I'm on Gavin Lux. Keep that energy. All right, so what would your trade, your perspective trade your uh your um it's another word i had the word uh-huh. uh uh is it perspective i guess that's good enough what is your trade proposal that is the word is another p word what is the package you as uh the frgm this week what do you put together to bring nolan arenado home to los angeles and i once again set the stage remind you before we send a bunch of our top prospects to make this work mm. there are issues with the, the uh, potential move for Nolan Arenado there is that that opt out because you can't go and give up a bunch of guys and then have him just walk the next year 
It's interdivision. The the Rockies desperately not as bad as the Padres want to because they're they're sad about it. Uh-huh. The Padres desperately want to unearth or unseat or dethrone the Dodgers in the National League West. Why would you send them your best player? That is a, a big thing. So to right. do that, you're going to want to make them look stupid and get a bigger haul. That's how you get a bigger haul. It's like this. It's a little thrusty. Haul, haul. The legacy factor. This is Colorado's guy. And they probably didn't get the best deal in the Tulowitzki trade. Ooh. And they don't want to look like that again. Oof. So those are the kind of the initial trade issues. But you know, we're seeing Lux, you know he's gonna be out there. What is your trade? What is your move? I think that you can look back at the Mookie Betts package. Um and, I'm not and looking you, at you, package. <laughs> you have to make a little bit of an adjustment because I don't think there's gonna be a situation where you're trying to offload <clears throat> another guy's contract like David Price. So it's a little bit different in that sense. Also in terms of, you know, superstar caliber players, I think that Mookie Betts is miles ahead of Nolan Arenado. If you disagree with me, you're wrong. Um so in that sense you can kind of look at it and say, like, ah, it kind of evens out, you know. Yeah, he's not as good of a player, but also you don't mm-hmm. attach David Price to him. So it kind of balances itself out a little bit. But yeah. also, you look at the situation where Mookie had one year left on his contract. That is exactly how the Dodgers are going to approach this situation should they get into the Nolan Arenado market. He does technically have one year left on his contract yeah. because he would opt out with the Rockies. Mm-hmm. Would he opt out with the Dodgers? I don't know the answer to that. But there is a there is the possibility, as Jim Bowden said, that the part of the trade package would be like, this is contingent upon you automatically waiving that and getting that the hell out of here. Yeah. You don't get a player con- the, the, option. The uh, terminology of opt-out, I think, has kind of uh, it's kind of changed the the way we look at some of these moves. Let's let's be a little bit more realistic or, or reword it. He has he's on a one year deal with a what six or a four or five year player option. That is what the deal is. Right. So it's it, his decision. It's not. A, it's a player's option. He can opt out, but they're calling it opt out. I don't know. Scott Boris invented this stupid thing when, with the JD Duke Drew contract in 2006. So more fu's to uh, Scotty Boris mm. for putting pointless terminology into our lexicon of baseball. So with anyway. that in mind, I think if they can include something like that then I think you can absolutely expect a Mookie Betts, Mookie Betts type of package. Yeah. You're going to want a guy who is major league ready, but a guy who is a top prospect and young enough to keep around for their long haul. I think the Rockies are going to trade Nolan, and I think they are going to make that legacy guy not him, but but Trevor Story. I think that's a guy that they're going to try to build a team around, build a franchise around, sell tickets around, because honestly, who the hell is coming to Rocky games if Nolan Arenado's not there? You're going to come to watch Trevor Story otherwise. That's the only other guy you're there to watch. Yeah. I mean, I don't even know who's there anymore. Uh, but t- Trevor Story isn't the same level of superstar. He's a very good player. Very, very easy. He is not, but he's he is a, a guy that they can, player. they can afford to keep around who yes. is a premier player. Yes. That's the major difference maker with Colorado, and they're going to need to recover financially for a few years. They're, <laughs> yeah. they're a team that's going to be set back a few years because of everything that's happened, and obviously they're not a very good team, even though they could have been a very good team not that long ago. With that in mind, I think Cody Hosey is a realistic piece to build this trade package around. I think Gavin Lux is a realistic piece to build this trade package around. I think if you're looking beyond that, uh, if you're Colorado, you're looking at a top five infield prospect and on top of that, a major league ready starting pitcher. I think those are the two things that you're looking at. I think if you're Colorado, you absolutely need starting pitching in the Mm -hmm. deal somehow or at least very good young pitching. I don't think the Dodgers throw Josiah Gray into that package whatsoever. He is their number one prospect. I don't think they throw him into that package. I think you end up with a, not Dustin May, I think you end up with a Tony Gonsolin type of package. Yes. Beyond that, there are things that you can do out of the top ten, I think, to add into the package. Um, so what, I, Hosey's eight or six? on uh, Hosey's three. Three. Number three oh, in, the newest, up three in, the newest, now. in the newest rankings. And that's I think that's they, MLB.com rankings for the Dodgers. I think they throw him in. Uh, I think I think uh, maybe Gonsolin's a part of the package. Maybe Hosey's a part of the package or not. That, to me, is enough to get a deal done, including some money and moving things around because of the situation that Colorado's in. Because Colorado is going into this with their back against the wall. They are at a significant disadvantage. If you're going to add in the added factor of he has a full no-trade clause <laughs> and there are specific teams that he would like to go to, 
he wants to win ball games. Yes. I mean, that is just the flat. It's it's not that he wants to go home to his home team. It's not anything like that. He wants to win ball games. So whoever's yes. going to be in there and involved has to be a winning contender, or else he's not going to approve or trade to him. And I fully believe yeah. that. Um, if you need to go an extra guy, I think uh, good old Andy Pages is a good guy to throw in there as an add-on because uh, former future angel. Exactly, that's a guy that they've shown that they're willing to move. He's a guy who has some good pop that can that can play up at Coors Field. Yeah. I can't see them trading him for three uh, position players with the desperate need for pitching. Gonsolin, Gonsolin, yeah, throwing Gon- in there but too. that's only Gonsolin. That's one major league ready guy. That is what Baseball America's Rookie of the Year in 2020 in the National League. Um, they also need a catcher, and the Dodgers have depth at catcher. They're uh, rumored to be close to signing another international prospect guy who has a human American name or a human not American name. <laughs> um, I mean, I don't know if you go as high as Ruiz, but if you're able to give up like Ruiz and and Gonsolin and Lux, then all of a sudden you look like the Dodgers look. I mean, I say that deal, and I'm like, well, sure, we're getting Nolan Arenado out of it. We don't really need Ruiz anymore because nope. Will Smith is proving so far to be an elite hitting catcher. And Austin Barnes is the god. <laughs> A weird time to be alive that I'm advocating that Austin <laughs> Barnes stays on the roster over Kiebert Ruiz. What a weird time to be alive. But, uh, yeah, I'm... I'm not sold on Luxie. I think he has too many holes in his games and in his game, and um, it just feels way too reminiscent uh, to me of of old uh, former future uh, superstar in L.A. and Andy uh, Laroche. Oh. Yeah, everybody, you remember those days? His swing, that? his swing would play up at Coors. Like, it would. I, I think he oh, would yeah. have he would have a, a a pretty decent start to his career at Coors. And Field. I, I I like Lux. He's he's a nice boy. He's a friend of the show. He's been on before. Uh, but, um, I would like to see him get a real opportunity right now. He's been getting that sort of Alex Verdugo opportunity where it's like, ah, you're not doing enough. He hasn't even gotten the Alex Verdugo opportunity. That's the thing. Well, this was supposed to be his year. And then this year broke this year so. broke. So. Um, I, you know, I, I don't, argue, I, I'm not going to argue with you uh, on that. I think uh, catching a prospect thrown in there. I think the Dodgers have to start looking at their prospects and being like, there's a couple guys we got to offload because we're getting pretty deep at a few positions yeah. that people are going to start getting blocked in. And you can't just keep holding on to them. And that's, yeah, you start thinking long term. And I mean, you look at Keeper. Keeper is now 22 years old. I mean, we were talking about him like 18, 19 years old as a guy that's like, all right, this is yeah. the future. This is a guy. And now you're getting towards the age of a, a, of a 22 year old prospect that you're starting to look at it and being like, if he's not getting regular playing time or at least on the major league roster, there's some question marks around. Yeah. There's some things that come with it. Keeper took a huge step down in the past two years. Huge step down. Um, I don't know what happened to him. I don't know what went on in his life. I don't know what happened, but he's his bat has just not been what it's supposed to be. Obviously, he got the very short glimpse at major league uh, experience and fame in 2020. Did well. Did well in his very few at bats, um, but I just don't think now he's a part of their long term plans of being twenty being a twenty two year old prospect. You look at the way people fit in. You look at the what, what Will Smith is doing. Mm-hmm. There's no way Will Smith is being supplanted yeah. by any young guy at this point. You look at guys coming up behind him. You look at Diego Cartaya, who is nineteen years old, um, still a few years away from doing anything mm-hmm. at the big league level. But with that in mind. The timeline just doesn't play well in Kiebert's favor at all, and I no. ju- because of that, I just don't see him being a part of the roster. Yeah, it, it's hard to have a catcher or a pair of catchers, catching prospects, uh, multiple catching prospects, get good at the same time or get major league ready at the same time because you can't really just shift them other to other spots. You know, we've right. seen it a bunch of times. Mookie Betts became an outfielder because the the Red Sox had. Dustin Pedroia. People get moved around when you are when you can play the infield and you can play the outfield. If you're an athlete, Kbert's not really that kind of guy. He's not an a- athletic enough to go to center field or play the outfield or go to third base or something like that. Even though Willie has played some infield, he's played some some third base mostly. D- dabbled a little bit at two B. Um, you're not going to waste somebody like Ruiz as, as a backup. You're not going to have them share time, even though that has sort of become the norm in in Major League Baseball, where you know the the Rockies are not the Rockies. The uh, I mean, a few teams did it. I know the Braves did it last year or the year before. They had like Flowers and somebody else. I think, was it Dorno then? I don't know. They <laughs> teams are doing it, or the the, the 
damn it, the Nationals had Jan Gomes and like Wilson Ramos. There, there are bodies. I think that's they had them at the same time. I'm probably messing all of these up, but all of them. Catchers don't catch 130, 140 games, 125 games anymore. This is not what's going to happen. So you're not going to let uh, somebody like Ruiz, who's not you know, rich in veteran presence <laughs> like right. an Austin Barnes or like an AJ Ellis or somebody like that, uh, you know, sit as the, the backup or the, you know, twice a week kind of catcher. But, I mean, if you find a way to do it, and if the DH is a thing, then all of a sudden maybe that does make a big change. It starts looking like like uh, what we saw in the uh, in the postseason for L.A. You know, you saw Will Smith starting a catcher a lot, and that's a way to keep his bat in there. But that is contingent on his bat remaining at least exit velocity wise on a hard hit rate elite because he was elite then. Um, let's dig into a few of the comments here because we've been, uh, we've been rambling. I mean, I'm sure you guys tune, uh, tune into this to watch the air quote experts that we are uh, drink and talk crap, but people we know and people we watch on TV. Ah, um, yeah. Just mixing in some things here. Ethan says, what about Kyle Seeger? I don't like it. Next. What about Kyle Seeger? <laughs> uh, let's see. I, I know I'm way behind. As usual, I'm way behind in the comments. You know, you know how we do it. Because I scroll a little bit and then it doesn't. Uh, then it doesn't update. Tina would rather see Trevor Bauer over um, Nolan Arenado. I don't think that deal gets done either. I don't think the Dodgers go hard on the free agent market. If they bring, if they're going free agent market, they're going. They're they're going their own guys. Just yeah. not Pedro Baez. Yeah, I don't. I don't think there's anybody that's a free agent out there right now that they're looking at going like, "Oh, that's a good upgrade." Over, I don't. I just there's not anybody to me that stands out on the free agent market besides from pitching. That's. I mean, mm-hmm. that's about it. You look that's at guys like uh, what's the what's the Australian's name? Hendricks. Yeah, yeah. That's a guy. Brad Hand. That's a guy. That's a guy. Those are human people. Guy. Those are human people. Those are human people, and they throw the baseball. Not Zach McCarthy says Lux isn't pretty enough for LA. <laughs> How do, you, how do you how do you feel that plays up? He's got a face only Wisconsin can love. That's all. That's all I can say about that. Um, don't pull that clip and put it on Instagram. By the way, <laughs> don't don't throw it out there for me to get screwed on because he's obviously not a friend of mine anymore. He doesn't appreciate anything I say. Energy. I'm so sorry, Gavin. I I really do we talk too much that. crap on you in here. I will I will say a few years ago I told my friend that uh, Gavin Lux was the future of L.A. So if that makes him feel any better. No. He's you not. Call, you call but, him ugly. But if you, you call you call him an LA four. Oh man, <laughs> I'm an LA four. Come on. <laughs> so you're basically Gavin Lux. Keep that energy. <laughs> oh man, uh, Cisco says get rid of Taylor and play Lux. Now we we're gonna need CT three because more than likely Kike's time in oh, LA no. is gone. CT's cheap. CT you can move around. CT can get the job done. You do not get rid of Chris Taylor. No, 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 no. no. I, I've seen a few people talking about the Snell thing. So Snell was was uh, rumored to be put on the trade market today. The best thing that the Tampa Bay Rays could do right now is trade Blake Snell for a handful of slap dick prospects. A handful. <laughs> a handful. <laughs> I didn't mean to do that, but he's, uh, he's at his peak. He's not going to be better than he is right now because he already missed his his last peak when he was the Cy yeah. Young winner. He's not that good. He's not as good as that advertises. His pitch mix is good, but it also is not all on at the same time unless he's facing the Dodgers. Yeah. That mine, no, I don't I would not like to see Blake Snell in LA. Not not even in the slightest. Yeah, I'm I'm not uh I don't think we need somebody like that. I'd An rather aging I'd, left-hander. I'd rather see uh, what David Price can do, honestly. And if Price doesn't work out, then you got JoJo Gray. You oh, got to yeah. see what Mitch White can give you. Mitch <laughs> White is major league ready, by the way. JoJo White or JoJo White. <laughs> <laughs> White gray. Do you, want, do you want me to pull that clip as well? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Josiah Gray together. is major league ready. These are all arms waiting in the wings. Just wait. There, those two guys. I would probably put in the same uh, boat as uh, Dustin May and Tony Gonsolin last year mm-hmm. not in 2019, where they're ready. We can contribute. It's just a matter of is there going to be any time for me yeah. to contribute? Is there going to be any space for me? Is somebody going to get hurt? It's going to be one of those scenarios. And we know how the Dodgers like to kind of. Um, Baby them, 
baby them, dick them around a little bit. Ah, yeah, like the uh... just shout out to Matt Beatty. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's... Who's uh, who's year was pointless thanks to the way the Dodgers treated him but that is uh, that is a different conversation man what a good bat that didn't get in a bat in the World Series <laughs> like, like a really good bat that could have made yeah. a big difference in the World Series and just didn't really get a chance he Matt Beatty was played so little in 2020 he forgot how to play all right, oh, dude, such a, he, that such that, that play where he caught the ball and then he, and then it, it or he didn't catch the ball and it tipped off and then he just stood there and looked at it like he was buffering. That 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 is how you make a player regress in there. And he was a damn good player in 2019. Friend of the show, Matt Beatty. Our boy Santiago Santiago says, I guess the problem I have with signing big names is a perception issue, and I like the way this is going. Even the Dodgers have spent a lot on talent. I don't want to be labeled like the Yankees, which we do get and we hear quite often. A team that buys their rings, which we can't say rings yet. Uh, Right now we have the advantage of a lot of homegrown talent, even though the payroll is up. Um, We do, and and that's really something to consider. I think when you're looking at the payroll, it's obviously a little bit skewed for a lot of different reasons. There's a lot of dead money in there. There's a lot of things that don't really work in our favor long term. Uh, There is Clayton Kershaw's terrible contract, which is not terrible at the time he signed it, but now looking back on it, it's not great. He's not a $30-plus plus million a year pitcher anymore. Yeah. All those things are going to change a little bit. Um, Kenley Jansen's contract, obviously, we took a ding for it, too. I do agree with that, though. I do agree that there is a is this perception that we pay for our talent that seems to be out there. And, and when you look around at it, it's not real. Yeah, and that's only in, in the payroll numbers. And like we, you said. We pay to retain our talent. We don't pay to go buy talent. We don't just yeah. go onto the free agent market like, ah, Garrett Cole, here's all the money in the world I mean, to be a to be an average pitcher. They did try. They did try, but they didn't get it. They mm. also tried with Bryce Harper because they wanted to offer yeah. him very short-term deals with a ridiculous high annual size. They tried it, but they were smart about it, and they didn't do it. So. I, I don't. I don't want to be that. I don't think you want to be that. No, absolutely no. not. I like uh, that was one of the final things I I had. I wanted to ask you about on this. It's like, uh, you know, do you want a move like this? Is there not a move to happen, or should the Dodgers just continue to do what they they're they've been doing, and that is is proving and has proven to work? Uh, you know, it's made them great building from within. I will say that. Um, if you're going after Nolan Arenado, that blocks a few young guys. I think that mm-hmm. makes that makes a few young guys number one expendable. A few guys but, on your top ten, exactly prospects. But, but number two, also kind of useless in your franchise. Like there's no point in having them. I mean, there's guys on the major league roster that this kind of makes them kind of useless and pointless. Like like if you add Nolan Arenado into the roster and move JT over to first base, Edwin Rios and Matt Beatty are they're useless they're extinct yeah. like what they're bench players at the best and those are guys who deserve major league starts both yeah. of them do and consistent major league starts at that yeah so i think in, in that sense i really would prefer to see those guys get shots i really would prefer to see those young guys coming up get opportunities and get at bats and get experience mm-hmm. um and we can't afford to do that our offense and the way it's built the way we we score runs we get things done we can't afford to do things like that we can't afford to build up young talent in a way that only rebuilding teams usually can do mm-hmm. and i think that's the major difference maker with the dodgers so with that in mind if you're going to sign nolan Aaron Arenado to me i'm like cool if you're not going to do anything with him i'm like cool i don't either way i'm fine with it i'm okay with it i think no matter what we are still a very very good team regardless yeah very good team uh i, I you know the idea of bringing back jt and giving you know him more time off and seeing what eddie rios can do that's also um, you know, a pretty sexy alternative. And if it doesn't work out, you have different options you know, around the field or around the team. You have a trade deadline. You have uh, prospects not that far off. The Dodgers are deep enough to maybe have you know, one guy uh, that isn't exactly uh, you know, the most elite on, on the field. They, you know, and they can kind of nurse their way around it. Like having an old, old school bad catcher that can't hit, but he can field. Whatever, you know, there's those kind of options. I mean, it would be cool. Sure, Nolan Arenado is a sexy name. Hmm. Personally, I'm fine without it. If we get it, cool. But yeah, then you start looking at that blocking. <laughs> this is a this is a very it's a deep subject, which is why we've basically dedicated this entire show to Nolan Arenado. Deep thoughts. Deep T-H-O-T-S. thoughts with uh with us. Hmm. Yeah. 
Uh, uh, Benjamin guy. asks, is this live? Yes. Dan Inspiration over on YouTube says, Lakers should try to get Blake Snell. 100% agree with that. Excellent pickup. Uh, plays video games. Fits in with Caruso. Yeah. <laughs> plays off the ball. All they're those about, things. Yeah, yeah, all the things you need. Same type of person. Mm. Yeah. All right. Um, dig a few more comments, and then uh, let's let's do our, our something a little bit different uh, different to end the show here. Uh, what do you got? Uh, Jose Rod over on YouTube says, we throw fi- we throw prospects into the fire quickly, which I would not necessarily agree with, but also yeah. in some cases, I guess you are right. Um, I think injuries over the past couple of years have put us into positions to do that, but also we, I mean, there's just so many guys that I think of that have needed opportunities to play that just haven't got them. I think like Verdugo was blocked by for so many years by guys who should not have had big league jobs. I would say the only prospect that uh, got thrown straight into the fire was Seeg's. He did. He, he took J Roll's <laughs> job and in it, fifteen and, and it, ran. And it wasn't because of like, uh, hey, we just don't have anybody. He just came in and was like, hey, here's a September call up. Let's see what you can do. And they were like, oh yeah, <laughs> that yeah, like three thirty. You can hit. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna keep you around. Yeah, man, he's a he's a damn good ball player. And if you and if you sign, if you go and, and give that money to Nolan Arenado over Seager, that just that upsets me. That's. Yeah, I think if you're thinking about it in that as- in that sense, that yeah. upsets me. But if, if I think if you can separate the two, no problem. No yeah. problem whatsoever. John Michael Dalton White, that's a long name. I'm happy for you, but I'm not going to read all that. Uh, says Padres suck, and, uh, you know, I got to acknowledge that. You know, okay, just got to throw that in Drop there. Drop in facts in the live stream comments. We always appreciate that from uh, these fine people. Uh, John Michael Dalton White in the flesh also says Cubs suck. Cubs, you suck. That's a good and one. Rocky suck. And Rocco <laughs> says, F the Astros. A lot, a lot of hate for other teams. I like it. Uh, Jose Rod says, Brooke, how do you feel about the Lakers pickups? Lakers going back-to-back. Dodgers going back-to-back. It's good. good Actually, good I'm kind of curious about that. Do you think there's too much uh, roster turnover? There is a lot of roster turnover, but I think that the 2019-2020 Lakers were actually not a very good team, which is frightening to think about. Absolutely they, frightening. To they, think about. they were a little piecemealed. I mean, oh, big time. When when Boogie died in in, uh, in camp, I think that changed a lot. And think you know when Dwight all of a sudden was able to do something, and then you know Javale was just kind of there. It was a lot of like, let's just hope today's yeah. the day. Let's hope. Yeah, let's hope LeBron can do everything. And, and then the crew show yeah. started. I mean, you look at the second unit, guys. We're getting a whole other subject. You look at the second unit, and that is the scariest second unit in all of basketball. And you know, whatever, whatever that other LA team is, they don't. They're not doing. Anything. Yeah, you want more uh, more LA Lakers talk? Check out our our sister uh, website, our sister um, YouTube channel, LA Sports Report. Doug McCain, our fine post-game show host and the guy who does a lot of fire content on our website and on our YouTube is doing videos over there, lasportsreport.com. Dan Inspiration (laughs) says, Andrew Fleisman and Robbing Plinka. That's really good. I really like that. That's a t-shirt. Oh, wait, not that. Sorry, I got a a reflection from the lights and it's it's not letting me see the buttons as well. Yeah, let's go back real quick. Um, (laughs) Dan Inspiration says, we need pitching and then Dan Inspiration also says, we need pitching. Oh, yelled. Uh, okay. Yeah. Forgot yeah. the caps lock the first time. Yeah. Came back with the caps lock to let you know. I just, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, uh, we need relief pitching, Dan. Yes. We need relief pitching. Yeah, you're right. Liam Hendricks or Brad Hand, where you go? Ooh. Random. Random. Brad Hand. All right. All right. So something Thanksgiving-y we wanted to do because you know it's supposed to be a time you're supposed to give thanks, and it's hard. In this weird 2020 year, even though we have uh, you know, the City of Champions double ring up in Los Angeles here. But um, we wanted to do something a little bit fun, a little bit different. Kind of give our, our thanks in a way, I guess we can say. Eh? That was that was for uh, Gail up in Canada. Eh? Um, so I decided that we were going to rip off Jimmy Fallon today in the thank you notes, which is a... Uh, Segment. I'm not gonna say it's a fine segment. It it fills time, but we want to do something a little bit different here. So do you want to open it? Or do you want me to open it? Oh, you open it. You're All so right. good at opening it. You're so good at things. Hold on. Where's my here's my pen? You gonna throw it? Oh, you're gonna write it. Okay. Yeah. You gotta make it seem like you're writing. Here I'm, it goes. I'm gonna make it seem like I'm typing. There it is. Thank you, Gavin Lux, for keeping that energy all throughout 2020. There it is. The the, the really music's good, gonna yeah. be weird. Yeah, you gotta be you gotta be there for the whole for the whole show. <laughs> oh, I gotta pretend to write. Yeah, uh, 
Here, I got you, a pen. You don't, yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah, there you go. Oh, you you just you just pull them out of your ass? I thought oh, you had I have them. them right here. Okay. Yeah, oh. Thank you, Austin Barnes, for reminding me that whenever I talk crap about a player, he's basically a lock to prove me wrong. This this is uh, very true. Shout out to the Riv. <laughs> Riv, bless up. <clears throat> My next thank you note goes like this. Thank you, Mookie Betts, for liking it so much. You put a ring on it. That's a good one. I need the, the the audio clip is long. I'm sorry, guys. It starts late. Thank you, Dave Roberts, for staying in the dugout at a time <laughs> when you usually don't stay in the dugout. <laughs> oh man, upcoming article by the way. Because you see, Julio Urias stayed in the game. That's you know. We're very happy yeah. about that. Richo um, would like a word. <clears throat> How many more you got? I got one more. All right, that works. Thank you, Padres fans, for reminding us that it takes time to learn how to deal with your Tim, your team winning, and your Tim, and your Tim. Yeah, mm. yeah, because because they're bad at winning. Like you guys remember that video with the kid, the kids being like. Like, that's embarrassing, dog. What's wrong with you kids? Damn it. Those kids are going to go for a job interview one day. And uh, <laughs> the HR of that particular hiring company is going to find that video and be like, I'm embarrassed for you. You can't have this job. Yeah. And we're going to give that, that uh, hiring HR person a raise. Thank you. Kevin Cash. That's it. That was a good one. That was a good one. Yeah, thank you. And 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 the final bit of real thanks here that I have. <clears throat> thank you, Blue Heaven live stream comments for filling the void of Olive Garden for us because when you're here, you're family. Oh, see what I did there? Eat, eat fresh. <laughs> yum, yum. I was being nice to the people because Aww, you guys make it fun. You're being nice. Thanksgiving <laughs> week. <laughs> I had to do one. Uh, I had to do one, you know, nicey. Here you go. Sign that to somebody and uh, for somebody and mail it out. Just follow me at Real FRG and tell me you want that piece of paper. It, it, dude, I, I forgot how to write. I, like, haven't, I haven't written in a long time, so I don't know yeah. if I could. Like, like imagine if you will. Mm-hmm. Being in this is like in one of the normal weird like boring podcasts where people have no idea what they're talking about. Mm. Think back in the olden times where they're like like chiseling out things. Oh, how long that took? No, I wouldn't do it. I would just not. I would simply not write. And now imagine those people flashing forward and seeing people just like, and they're like, "What the hell?" Uh huh. Yeah. I mean, like oh, yeah. witchcraft. No, I wouldn't do that. I just the, wouldn't write. The final little bit. I want to do a little one last note. Throw you on the spot. Uh-huh. What's uh, and I'm not buying it. For you, by the way, nobody is. You don't deserve it, whatever it is. But uh, what's uh, what's on your Black Friday wish list? On my personal one, your personal one. Well, look, what do dude, you want? I mean, like, should have did a thank you to Apple. Uh, <laughs> like Apple, if it's a butt plug, we don't want. No, it, no, no, no. I'm not gonna tell right. you that one. Yeah, that's a personal thing. Oh, <clears throat> uh, <laughs> you're picking that one. Uh, Apple seems to be slowing down their old model phones, and I think they got a lawsuit pending against them for that. But uh, all of a sudden, my phone is not working very well. All of a sudden, two weeks after, or a couple weeks after the release of the latest iPhone, my iPhone is not working well at all. Hmm. I don't Damn. drop this very often. I, I use it, I use it a lot. Like, a, too much. Like, way too much. I use the iPhone a lot. And now I'm going to get a lot of Android people in the chat, and I don't want to hear from you. I don't care about your life. You made bad decisions. Oh. You're okay. smarter than me. Okay, sheep. You're smarter than me because you bought an Android and then your Snapchat and Instagram stories look like a potato lagging. I don't care. Hey, mine doesn't do that anymore, so you can't make fun of that. I'm still going to make fun of you for it. No that, that, that was a general thing. Your that emojis was the har- look stupid. That was hardware. I'll give you the emojis, but Bunch that was hardware. Idiots. Oh, yeah. How much you use that stupid Animoji thing, right? Huh? What is an Animoji? Exactly. They sold the last iPhone 
exclusively on this stupid oh, animal the bullshit. Yeah. And you're like, ah, ah, ah. And the, 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 like the girl is singing on it as like a monkey or something like Tune that. Tune in next week to find out which is, be- which is better, iPhone or Android. That's our new podcast. Yeah. Oof. That sounds like a real podcast. That's a real Dodgers podcast. Yeah, Papa Bear don't do that. Yeah, <clears throat> my, my my wish list is uh, simple because I usually, if I want something, I just buy it. Thank you for asking, by the way. Uh-huh. What's, uh, what's on your wish list? So I, you know, I drink a lot of the uh, beer, the Monster Tall oh, Cans, yeah, yeah. like the sixteen ounce, yeah, yeah. and I've really had my eye on this, like you know, the the Yeti um, insulated like aluminum sleeve thing. Yeah, like the one I had in here for the 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 twelve ounces, but then I stole okay. it and took it home because okay. I really liked it. Yeah, yeah. Shout out Vintage Brand, Those are thank you. Right like it's like thirty bucks, bucks oh. and I'm like, no, it's just. I mean, it's just an insulator sleeve. It's a hundred bucks. This wouldn't even be a consideration, but wow. it's only like thirty bucks. But I'm like, I buy so much stuff from Amazon. Uh-huh. Can I justify to myself? Oh. <laughs> can I justify to myself? buying i did set up the discount thing i was like you know right. i keep buying all these things and it's like if you subscribe you can save this much so yeah. i subscribed okay. to five things and now i'm saving like 15 percent on a whole bunch of stuff i know this is very exciting for a lot of you people this is this is for the deep cut this is for the og off-season mode uh fans you know mm. you gotta share your life with the folks here anyways i want that i'm not asking people uh here watching to send me that because that's weird i don't want you to send me anything uh, we appreciated the super chats last week. That was very nice of you. Uh, we're going to use that to buy more beer this coming week because these are the last. IPhone. <laughs> Maybe we can buy a sleeve. I did. We did get enough to buy me we that. We could buy. Cool. That's it. Use the money to buy yourself a sleeve. We got enough money for that. If I have any family watching, uh, let me know if you're going to buy that because this is a real. My hand's shaking. Like I really have just been fighting adding it back to the cart and buying it. But I'm like, this is stupid. I don't need it. But I want it so bad. Yeah, your brain's a scary place. I don't know if I want to be in there for any amount of time. Find us on the internet. We are DodgersNation.com. Maybe don't. (laughs) (laughs) We write up things there. There's there's, there's new stuff there all day, er day. And uh, we feel proud in the product we put out. Feels better than a lot of the other Dodger sites. Um, But they're cute for trying. There are others? (laughs) Allegedly. Subscribe to Blue Heaven. We are a podcast. We are on iTunes, home of Apple, Uh, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon, the other one, you know, Alexa. Haven't done that in a while. And other spots. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. We would appreciate that a lot. If you did subscribe to YouTube, youtube.com slash DodgersNationTV. We've seen a huge spike there uh, over the last few weeks, and we do appreciate everybody that is subscribing. It means uh, a whole world to all of us because it affirms that we're doing something right that you guys are enjoying the, the content we're putting out and uh it's not a huge waste of our time what's the uh android itunes called you exactly guys i'm at brookme3 this guy over here is at real frg we are an iphone user and an android user we're at dodger nation on twitter at official dodger nation on instagram thank you guys for hanging out with us thank you for your questions thank you for your comments make sure you head over to our instagram page if you want to win that Sandy Koufax, uh, it's a picture, right? It's, it's, a picture. it's a picture. Sign Sandy Koufax picture, hand it off to your grandkids, sell it on Pawn Stars, whatever the hell you want to do. Thank you guys <laughs> for hanging out with us. Thank you for your questions. Thank you for your comments. Have a happy Thanksgiving. Be safe. Be smart. We'll see you next week. Go Green Bubble Squad. Ah, Green Bubble Squad. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, I yeah. was like, Packers? What do you <laughs> It's a bubble. You're a bubble. Thank you. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. home. 